What's good, Chiefs Kingdom? Well, it's playoff football time. We got the Miami Dolphins coming in for the wild card round. So let's get ready. Welcome to the Keem Connect Podcast. This is the Kansas City Chiefs Podcast. Here's your host, producer, Eric Partis. Again, welcome to Keem Connect. Hope you guys are all doing well. You know what time it is. It's Wild Card Weekend. We got the Miami Dolphins in the town right now. Um, they are in for it. It's a, it's a winter storm out here. Uh, it's cold, miserable. Everything hurts. You know, it's like, let me check the temp right now. It is nine degrees right now, currently, uh, but it feels like minus seven. That's currently where the state is of um, Kansas City at the moment. Um, it's going to get worse as uh, throughout the night, and then it's going to be very low tomorrow. I want to say it's going to be like minus, uh, minus probably like mm, they're they're saying up to minus thirty in like winds. And it could be worse than that, but you're definitely, it's going to be about zero degrees on the field and when kickoff starts. So, not good. But uh, whoever's going to the game, I already know there's going to be a lot of people still there, even though there's been a lot of tickets that are still need to be bought. Which, you know what, with the amount of tickets that still need to be bought, actually, you know what, they might not be, a, it might not be as packed as we, you know, would like it, but it's still going to be jam-packed it's still chief's kingdom you know we we love our team and uh no matter what the 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 temperature or the um the elements we're, we're still out there rocking uh, but there are a lot of tickets out there that still need to be purchased and a lot of people are getting getting giving up their seats because it, it is it's going to be cold and miserable out there i think at this point you know we've seen our team win so much that you know it's like ah yeah nah i mean back you know back in our days when you know this was we weren't winning playoff games of course everybody would be there because it's a playoff game no matter what and we want to see our team win and we're still going to have a lot of support there uh but yeah the dolphins are coming into a, a still a somewhat hostile environment but it's going to be extremely cold uh but for whoever who is going hope you guys all layer up make sure you guys got hand warmers ski masks all those all the things above um you know thing about you know summer is the difference of when when it's still hot outside for games is uh you you can't you can only take off so much but for cold games you can layer up as much as you want so it's kind of one of those give or take type of you know situations but i I would rather, you know, sit out in hot, hot weather watching a game. I just, I mean, not like super miserable hot, like where it's like 90 and like 98 and humid or anything like that. That's not what I'm talking about, but I, I more like in the 80s and humid and I'm okay with that, but I can't, this cold sucks and it hurts. 
I mean, you get hit, I mean, you run into anything, all your bones start stiffening up on you. But that's just part of it. I mean, this is football weather, guys. I mean, I mean, if you played sports growing up, especially this sport, you played through the colds. And that's, in, I mean, and especially if your teams were good and you went far in the playoffs, you were really playing in the cold. So <laughs> that's just um, part of it. Uh, but no, I will be enjoying it, enjoying the wild card game from the comfort of my home, sitting on the couch, uh, drinking for free. And, uh, well, I wouldn't say for free. I mean, you still got to pay for it. But you can drink a lot more and a lot cheaper that way and it won't be frozen on me uh i you know for the people who got club level seats and you got your your sweets lucky for you because you'll just i know your guys are going to be in that heat the entire time all right now as far as the game goes uh i think we're gonna win i i everybody's pretty much kind of picking us to win due to the the elements that are coming in and Miami's so banged up right now on defense. Um, they, they literally are signing all these old veterans for pass rush because they have none of their normal pass rush. All their normal pass rush is out. Van Ginkle's out. Uh, they lost Chubb and Phillips for the year. Um, they also uh, lost their center for the year. I mean, I know that's offense, but still. And... Um, I think uh, Xavier Howard's out, and I believe uh, uh, Jerome Baker is also out. So they're they're gonna be they're 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 depleted on that side. Now, even with the struggles of the offense and how the offense is, it hasn't been itself, um, I, I it, that we would still be able to overcome that. I believe. I mean, we did take care of them early in the season in Germany, so we we already have. The first matchup against them but we all know that the, we're two different totally two different teams from that from that point that was like what week nine of the season week eight you know so i mean that was over half the season ago and uh we're already in the playoffs and it, both teams are obviously both teams are looking to, to take care of business the one thing that is hurting miami not only from the injuries is they have not really been in these circumstances. Yes, they were in a playoff game last year, but Tua has not played in a playoff game with this team. He hasn't. They didn't make the playoffs in 2020. They didn't make the playoffs in 2021. When McDaniel took over in 2022, you know, it was, uh, oh, excuse me, it was Skyler Thompson who played and they and you know and they took the bills all the way to the wire but you know you know the 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 bills end up overcoming and ultimately coming with the win but still uh, you just i i just know that the mentality that they're going to have walking onto that field they're just not going to have it you know those elements are too harsh the environment's too harsh and and with the amount of um, pressure of it being a playoff game, we've been there. Mahomes has been there. Travis has been there. The guys have been there. They know what they're doing. So that's why I think that Kansas City has the, the obviously the up, not only from being home field, but more of the advantage of just do the due to the experience of just being there. Um. 
but you know, of course, a lot of Miami Dolphins fans have been running their mouths all week. There's been reporters and a lot of like, you know, NFL insiders or analysts saying like, oh, they should move the game to a neutral site. This is this is this why they can't do this to players in reality. They just they think it's a unfair advantage to they know it's an unfair advantage to Miami because Miami's not used to playing in this type of weather. But hey, it's football. That you know, they're all grown men. They get paid millions of dollars, and it's not like Miami doesn't play in Miami all year long. They have to go to some cold places at some point. That's just part of it. Now, starting with our offense, just briefly running through our offense. I think our offense is going to handle their depleted defense, no problem. We're going to run the ball. I think that's going to be the key throughout this playoff run in general is handing, how much are you going to rely on Pacheco because that's ultimately going to help Patrick out and how, help him excel through this playoff run. When we get into the red zone, we got to find Kelsey. We this I think Kelsey can really, really still do damage in this playoff run. And uh, as far as the offensive line goes, I, I know that uh, Wanya Morris will be out. He won't be playing, but Donovan Smith will be back, and we'll have Juwan Taylor back. So every, all things will be good on that, that end. Uh, and we'll have our starting offensive line back. And I think that if we can rely on Rasheed Rice and uh, get a mixture of some of the guys, just like small contributions uh, here uh, from here and there, but not heavily relying on the other guys, I think that we will take care of Miami uh, no problem as far as like our offense goes against our defense, or goes against their defense, I should say. Um, now, one thing uh, Kyle Brandt from Good Morning Football did say all week is that, or he said earlier in this week is like, oh, well, I just don't trust the uh, the Chiefs' offense to score score as many points. So all Miami has to do is put up thirty, not realizing that our defense hasn't even give up anything close to that all year, and so and it, they're the number two defense in the league. So I don't understand where he thought like, oh well, they have some teams have to put up thirty just to win because I know their offense can't score 30. Well, then I can't, I just have to remember, but then I forgot that their defense uh, doesn't actually give up this many points. So yeah, he just, it's just so stupid. And then he finally backtracked himself and acknowledged it today because everybody was on his ass. So um, yeah, Chiefs Kingdom, we, we do not hold anything back. We will call people out. That's just part of it. And we, we, we want, we, we hold our receipts, man. We, we show people our receipts and I, I think some people, I think a lot of analysts wanted to tread lightly on what they wanted to say about us this year, but it was kind of easy just due to seeing some of the offensive struggles, but teams don't want to play this team in the playoffs. We've been there before. Now, as far as our defense goes, like I said, we're the number two defense in the league. The only person you have to really worry about, really, in my opinion, is Tyreek Hill. He's coming home, and you know he's there's a lot of emotion that's going in for them and going into this game for him. And I can see a situation where McDaniel's just gonna scheme him, scheme him open every time. Just that that's the goal. We're just gonna scheme him open. But you know, I I believe our defense can take care of business. You know, try to force some turnovers. That's that's the one thing about our defense is. That they're they're so good again. They came in second in sacks again this year, right? Just right behind uh, Baltimore, uh, they were behind the Eagles last year. Um, the one thing about our defense is that we'll get sacks, we'll get stops, we prevent scores. We just don't get enough turnovers. 
And I think this should be a game where we get turnovers because Tua will be throwing the ball in harsh conditions. He does give up the ball. And, you know, we can go after Mostert, you know, start um, trying to jab at those uh, running backs. The one running back I'm really worried about is A-Chain. If you, I think you have to try to stop him, too. I think him and Tyreek Hill are going to be the one, the, especially him, because he can really hurt you in the backfield because uh, they can run the ball. They, they will run the ball if they have to. But if, if any defense is going to stop it, it's going to be us. I believe in us. We've, we've done it before. We've been there. We've already played them. And I, I know they do a lot of those emotions, but with the uh, injuries on their offensive line, they can't be overly confusing with like some of the checks and the audibles uh, and you know pre-snap motions because of the environment that they're playing in and the fact that their center's out for the rest of the season. And they had Leon Eichenberg, who's not really a good – NFL player in general I didn't even like him coming out of Notre Dame and uh, he's not a good center you know they've been moving him all around the line they've made him play tackle they've made him play guard and now he's playing center so I don't know I I, I just I there's elements that are preventing this but you know who knows it's it's still playoff football I, there's nothing that's ever guaranteed uh, but I think our defense our defense is too hungry I think our defense understands who they are and understands their purpose on the on the team, and I think that they they take very they, they take pride in that, and I think once you have a side of the ball that takes pride very a lot of pride in what they do and the fact that they believe in what they do what they do and they've executed it perfectly all year, it, it it speaks volume, and this is why our defense has carried this team all year, and the offense knows that Patrick knows that Travis knows that, and they appreciate it. Um, but I know that they, they want to do their part. And I think, I think our offense is going to, our offense is going to hum in this postseason. I think Andy's going to have those boys rolling. I think Spags is going to have those guys rolling and it's going to be a perfect combination. I believe it. Special teams. I know Dave Tope said, Hey, this is return season. I mean, I'm not going to buy into it. I mean, I'm not going to disbelieve anything because it's Dave Tobe. But I know Dave Tobes is going to put guys in the right decisions in the playoffs, especially. He always has. He's never done wrong about by us in the playoffs ever on anything. Um, and I trust Bucker and Tommy to take care of business and do what they got to do. Just make sure the return men, you guys, hold on to the ball because it's going to be cold. You know, fair catch it, let it roll down, do what you got to do. But man, just don't do nothing crazy. Don't don't be stupid. Now, uh, before we get into like uh, some of the news outside of the game, because I want to talk about the other playoff games real quick, just just some of the storylines, not necessarily the then the games in itself, but um, we'll also run through the All Pro list. Um, I think the score will be who? What do I got the score? I think Andy Reid is gonna basically bend Mike McDaniel over and put a whooping on him and I think we win I think we win convincingly honestly I, I'm gonna go ahead and say we win 31 to 17 and I know that's kind of crazy but I think it's playoff football I think the team is too hyped I think they want to win convincingly and I think they will um, I think we get a, I think we get an interception. I think we get a first force fumble in this game. And I'm going to go ahead and say we get at least two sacks. And that's a lot on our defense. But, hey, I believe they can do that in this game, especially against the Miami Dolphins. Um, 
uh, with their circumstances and uh, the pressure that's on them at this very moment. Um, because they, 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 they lost that they, I think that Bill's loss really killed them, killed their morale, but you never know. Anything is possible. Anything can happen, but I believe in our team and we'll take care of business. And like I said, I think we win. I think we win 31 to, well, I'm going to go ahead and say, I think we win 30, 37 to 17. By 20 points, we win convincingly, 37 to 17. All right, now uh, let's run over to the all-pro list. Let's go through those selections real quick as far as our selections go. Now, I thought the other day that uh, the NFLPA version that we mentioned um, in the uh, review episode of our last game, I, I had thought the NFLPA's votes were the actual legitimate thing, uh, but it isn't. That's just kind of a thing that they've been doing every year just to kind of let players feel like they're that they their their opinion matters when it comes to picking all pros. Um, but it's not the one that actually gets recognized by the NFL or around the league. Uh, the AP, the Associated Press, does that. And uh, the three that have made it this year were uh, Chris Jones, uh, first-team defensive tackle, uh, Joe Tooney at first-team uh, left guard or just first-team all-pro guard in general, um, and then uh, Trent McDuffie at first team all pro slot corner or nickel, whatever you want to call it. Uh, am I happy for those guys? Of course, Chris, you know what, as, as, as far as the bullshit, you know, some of the things that people have said and all this shit that happened this year, um, he still was, he still was obviously clearly one of the best defensive tackles in the league and, him and Aaron Donald were still still them. Um, and uh, Trent McDuffie, don't even need to say anything about that. That's just what he's done all year. He's He's been dominant at his spot. Uh, and, Joe to- and Joe Tooney. I mean, there's I, – I put it out there today because I know a lot of people hate his contract uh, because it, it was a lucrative contract, especially for the position. But he's earned every dollar, and he still has, always has. I mean, the dude, dude's a technician. I, I, I said this. He's, he's like the Mitchell Swartz, but in our, but from what we have for our guard, our left guard. I mean, Mitchell Swartz was not the most athletic guy. He wasn't. But why he was so dominant and why he was so good at what he did was because, um, because he was a technician. He believed in his technique, and that's all he did was rely on it. And when you rely on your technique and you just know great form, sometimes that overcomes, that can overcome just needing the fact that you have to be a some athletic freak all star. That you don't need any of that when you're when you're like guys like Minnesota. And, and yes, there it does come with like a little bit of a special ability to be able to uh, withstand some of those things. But that's just Mitchell Swartz, and this is Joe Tooney. Joe Tooney's a technician. And you know Joe Tooney can play a lot of spots in the line. He's 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 played spots on the tackle, uh, left tackle spot. Now I wouldn't want him doing that like all the time, but you know he 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 can do it. He can move all around the offensive line if you need him to. But he's an All Pro left guard, and it's awesome to see. Uh, he's never been a first team All Pro, so um, those are things that he has accomplished uh, here with us. And now he's won two rings with he won two rings with New England. 
uh, but he's only been a second team All Pro with them, and he's won uh one All Pro. He's won sorry, he's won one ring with us, and uh one second team All Pro, but also a first team All Pro. So it's he's getting the the awards now in the Vigil selections. Hopefully, we can add more rings to his mantle. Um, but still, like. It, 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 you love the fact that Joe got in because you just you know uh, that he's just that great. Now, Creed, I know Creed was second-team All-Pro last year and didn't get it this year. Um, I, you know, Creed, Creed kind of had an up-and-down season. We, we can kind of attest to that. Um, I think his snapping has been a little bit of uh, suspect this last, you know, month. It's been kind of up-and-down. But he's still dominant. When he when he snaps the ball, he's still his dominant self. It's not like he's like falling off or he's not good or anything like that. It's just he wasn't all pro good like he was last year. Um, and I, I I'll have to look at the votes, but um, he didn't get it. Travis Kelsey didn't get his all pro. That 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 came that was another streak that that basically came to an end. I thought maybe with him getting the NFLPA one, maybe it might have transferred over to but it did it this time they end up giving Kittle first team all pro and Sam Laporta second team all pro which those guys had phenomenal seasons not saying anything about it unfortunately about Laporta getting hurt but um Kelsey on the other hand you know it's like to his standards yes it was a down year I said it all year long that he was still going to get his 100 catches he was still going to get his 1,000 yards I totally did not really realize that the last month of football, it really wasn't anything. And from a statistical standpoint, and you really didn't see much. And it it showed. And we, we knew that he was battling with stuff all year. It just sucks. Even though, like, it's not the bigger picture. I know that. I know it's not the bigger picture. The bigger picture is winning Lombardi, and that's what we know that he cares about, and that's what we care about. But as a fan, you still like the fact you still want your guys to get all the fucking stats. I know it's not. I know it's not Madden, but hell, you know it'd been nice for him to have an, an eighth year of a thousand yards and then getting another All Pro selection. But it's all good because we all know he's still the goat tight end. He's still the fucking best. Doesn't matter. You can give all these other guys rewards and stuff. You, I, you know, you just can't keep rewarding the same guy. I get it, you know. And he didn't, you know. And he, in his mindset, he probably he's like, you know what? I need to earn my shit. Of course, that's what I've done all year. I need to keep doing is what I, you know, is earning shit. But we're gonna we're gonna make this run, and that's the most important thing. And I know that's what he really gives a fuck about at the end of the day. So, fuck those uh, awards of him not getting one. The one guy I'm really really mad about not getting all pros, Jerry Sneed. And we bitched about this already plenty of times, and sucked that he didn't get an all pro, he didn't get an all pro Pro Bowl last year, going to get an all pro or Pro Bowl this year. So, you know what? It's it's one of those things where just just keep proving them wrong, just keep proving them wrong. They had gave Charvarius Ward an all pro. Charvarius Ward got an all pro before Legarius Sneed did. And we wanted, we want, a lot of people wanted Charvarius Ward out of Kansas City. And Charvarius Ward, Charvarius Ward was a good corner for us. He was a solid corner. And he got a good payday. And you know what? LeJerry Sneed, he might be getting a good payday too, depending on, depending on what the situation is. But Trent, but Trent McDuffie ended up getting an all pro. 
uh, that was cool, but I would have loved to see LeJerry Sneak get his all-pro selection too. But at the end of the day, we all know that these are just rewards. These are just individual accolades. There's only one thing in mind, and that's the Lombardi Trophy. And that's what these guys give a fuck about because they've already tasted it. Most of them have already tasted it before, and they want to keep tasting it because it becomes an addiction. The winning, the championships, they want to keep doing it. Mahomes, all those guys, they've reiterated it over and over again. All right, enough about the All-Pros. Forget all that bullshit. Forget all the media bullshit. Everybody's just running their mouth saying dumb crap, you know, all over uh, ESPN with Whitlock and Stephen A. Smith and people over Good Morning Football just running their mouths, people over all these different networks. Just enough of the bullshit talk. Everybody's 0-0 right now. It's playoff time because anything can fucking happen. All right, the game tomorrow. Oh, the game tomorrow uh, will be exclusively on Peacock. Uh, unless you are in the Kansas City area, then you will be get on the local uh, NBC uh, Kansas City Act Forty One Action uh, News channel. You know what I'm talking about. You will get it there if you are in the Kansas City area. Uh, but if you're in the St. Louis area, just because you're in Missouri, don't mean you getting it. Yo ass, yo ass, got to get Peacock. So uh, that. Dang, sucks to suck if you live where on the uh, east side of the Missouri. Um, but no, I mean, a lot of people have to, you know, deal with it. And I get it. It's the principle. It's not necessarily the price. Uh, but you know what? They do offer free trials. So I'll just, I would cancel it and then, you know, cancel it immediately after the game, you know, or do whatever. But we personally are Peacock, so it's not really an issue to us. I get the principle, but that's just where the NFL and where today of uh, sports and streaming is. Um, but our game is the Peacock game, which is the the night one on Saturday. It's kind of crazy. They're doing all the they're doing all the AFC games like back to back. It doesn't that's never happened before. They're doing our game on seven o'clock Saturday. And then there's an earlier game. Uh, which is the Houston uh, Texans and uh, Cleveland Browns, which is a narrative with the, uh, I mean, even though Deshaun Watson's hurt, but he's making a, re- essentially making a return. Uh, his team is making a return. He would be making a return to the Texans. I should say that. He might be on the sideline. I don't know. But uh, his team, Joe Flacco, even though they've already beaten the Texans, I I think it'll be a different story. The Texans didn't have C.J. Stroud the last time. Uh, but who knows? I mean, who knows what could happen? Uh, that game should be fun in itself. It's cool to see D'Amico Ryan in his first year as a head coach take the team where he's taken it to. Um, another uh, game, which this will be in the Sunday games, uh, the only other game would be for AFC would be Pittsburgh and, um, Pittsburgh and uh, the Buffalo Bills, which... I feel bad for Buffalo, but uh, the New York governor opened her mouth and said something crazy, which is a no-no because remember last year with Cincinnati's mayor running his mouth and remember how that ended for them. So maybe this might end up jinxing the uh, bills. Who knows? I'm not banking on anything, but it was pretty ironic that she had to come out and say some crazy shit. And you know, the Steelers know that and they're going to take that to heart. Don't give teams bulletin board material. I do not care who it is. I would never give anybody bulletin board material. But, hey, you know what? You know what? Be my guest. It should be fun. This should be a fun wild card weekend. That's the AFC. Uh, And then over on the uh, NFC side, 
Wait, who is on the NFC side? Let me, let me just check that real quick. It's Dallas 49ers. Um, but no, I'm just going to go to the NFL page and just pick up the... All right, so we have uh, Green Bay, Dallas, uh, the Rams, and... Uh, oh, yeah, Rams and Detroit, which uh, Matt Stafford will be making his return to Detroit just to end all their... and crush all their... Uh, just basically crush all their emotions because I feel like Detroit's going to lose their first playoff game, and that sucks because of the season that they've had. But they've made it, and I think that's just where their hype is, and they're just happy to be in the playoffs. But... Matt Stafford's going to beat his old team. He's going to walk in Detroit. He's going to get a standing ovation because they love him. And then he's going to beat him. Uh, Green Bay and Dallas should be a good matchup. Uh, it's McCarthy going against his old team. And, um, you know, remember the, the Des Bryant catch, no catch. There's so many crazy games between those two teams. And um, even the one in 2016 where, you know, Dallas had a great year and Green Bay came in and ruined their playoff game. Um, and then, of course, you got the Eagles and uh, Bucks on Monday night, which is going to be kind of a crazy game, uh, you know, just to have a Monday night game. At, why can't you just have it all on Sunday? But, hey, you got to give everybody their time slots now. Uh, but th- this is Wild Card Weekend. It should be a fun trip. <laughs> all right, uh, Chiefs Kingdom, I pretty much kind of everything I need to say. Um, I don't really think I need to go over the injury report. I mean, I guess I'll just look at it real quick just for a second. Double check everything. All right, so the injury reports. Uh, the only people that are out are Kadarius, Tony, and uh, Justin Ross. Those guys uh, will be out. I'm, I'm almost positive. You know, they were limited practice. I can imagine those guys will be out. Um, Sky Moore is still technically on IR, I believe. And I don't know when all that's going to be, but Wyatt Morris is obviously officially out. Uh, questionable, Deshaun Elliott. Oh, I forgot about him. J- uh, Javon Holland, I forgot about him. He did, Oh, yeah, those guys are pretty uh, Elliott's not going to be playing. Deshaun, and yeah, J- Javon Holland's not going to be playing. Deshaun Elliott's not going to be playing. They're two starting safeties. I mean, those guys are questionable. They didn't even practice, but who knows? I, 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 I just don't think they're going to play since they didn't practice at all. And Xavier Howard, him, he's already ruled out. And then uh, Raheem Mostert and Jalen uh, Waddle are all questionable. But I could, uh, those guys are going to play. Their offensive guys are going to play. All right, Chiefs Kingdom, that's pretty much going to do it for this episode. We're going to go ahead and take care of business. Win Wild Card Weekend, advance the divisional round. We're going to win 37 to 17. It's going to be a great one. Hope you guys all try to stay warm out there, whoever's attending. With that being said, connect is always real.